0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show, where we go across country and travel the world with members of the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. Let's go. Welcome everybody, you know we love our shows with the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association because we get to go around the country and around the world and today we're going to explore what we can see, um, we're going to explore attractions and theme parks and museums, we're going to be chatting with Meg Heinen from City Pass and we love City Pass, they've been on our show over the years and City Pass, uh, it, when we talk about discounted tickets for these theme parks, especially for families. This is such a cool program. So we're excited, you know, because we're getting into spring break mode right now. And people are planning travels and weddings and all kinds of gatherings. So um, it's a very exciting time to start planning and planning your budget. So welcome, Meg. How are you? I'm well,
1: Lisa. Thank you so much for inviting me on the show.
0: Hey, this is great. Um, I love this with IFTWA. Everyone, we say IFTWA. IFWTWA.org is the website. got to give them a shout out. And I encourage you to go to citypass.com. Also, follow them on social media. They're fun to follow. And, um, yeah, so let's talk about City Pass. Because, actually, you know, City Pass is the same age as our company. Uh, you guys were started in 97. That was a good year. I'm <laughs> just saying. A lot of good ideas good came good out year. that year. <laughs> yeah. So, is CityPass still a family-owned business?
1: Yes, it is. That has not changed since um, we started in 1997. It's still owned by two um, families, the Gallagher's and uh, Mike Morey's family, and they're both, you know, somewhat involved still in the company. And yes, CityPass is. Um, some things have changed, and some things have not over the years.
0: This is it's you know exciting because I think one of the biggest changes was during COVID. I know you actually refunded um your customers' money during when things started closing down, but it also led you to, and and you're still here. We love that. That's a big deal. Um yes, still here. You know, tr- well, the tourism industry kind of took a you know a beating during COVID, and it's just so. Then you know the attractions, theme parks. I know, like you, even have botanical gardens on on your roster um and your portfolio i should say not a roster but they um started just doing like timed entries so there weren't as many people and they started to really have plans to make it work but i think that's when you guys kind of went digital with with your tickets right so that was a big change for people
1: that yes covid um re- really hit the travel industry very hard as it did most every other segment of the our society um but travel especially um people just started travel stopped traveling attractions closed down um mm-hmm. we ended up i believe it was 6 million dollars worth of city pass tickets that we refunded to anyone mm-hmm. who um couldn't travel because of covid and during the shutdown so that was big that just um, that just shows our commitment to our customers, our travelers, and um, we stuck by our word that we'll offer refunds if the tickets can't be used. And so we did that. Um, and, you know, one thing COVID did, there's some good things that came out of it, is that we completely transitioned from little uh, coupon booklets, sort of, um, to completely digital tickets. Um, our IT and biz apps teams worked round the clock for probably two years straight trying to um, integrate with all of the attractions so they mm. can scan the tickets they can we can now make reservations directly through um, yeah. our city pass app which that is one big accomplishment mm. that arrived this probably last year late uh, mid 2023, we launched a My City Pass app. So that oh. really helps um, the travelers when they're using their tickets, all their all the pertinent information is right at their fingertips.
0: Is, That's fantastic. Yeah, because including
1: it- making reservations because most of our larger cities, New York, Chicago, Seattle they all most of the attractions in those cities do require advanced reservations so Mm -hmm. once a customer gets their tickets in their email they can download the app or use the web version of an app and work and make the reservations directly from the app they don't have to go to each individual attraction to make their reservations it's all pretty much integrated so um that is one huge advancement
0: we've had in the last six, eight months. That's fantastic. And I, I want, um, if you could just kind of give everyone an overview, uh, how did they save money? Because I think for families or groups, like if it's a wedding and you have a wedding party, um, you know, this is, you know, just even for college students, you know, I, I've talked about this over the years with City Pass about, you know, how saving money, you know, if you're going, if you're new to, you know, a new college city, you know, and you can go to the attractions, get to know the area, kind of get acclimated that way. Uh, this is also a great. It's a great gift, you know, too. So if you can explain to people how they save money on attraction tickets.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, our owners, the co-founders, really, they were in the travel industry at one point in their careers, and they got together and they decided, hey, wouldn't it be great to, get people into these attractions, set them up with the most iconic attractions, the famous ones and in, in most visited attractions in each of our major cities that we currently have city pass tickets in. And even more than that is to discount it because everyone knows how expensive travel can be, especially if you want to see all the attractions that a city has to offer. Uh, museums, uh, observation decks, zoos, aquariums, all of that stuff. They both had families at the time, so that was key to, that was very instrumental in them starting the City Pass ticket. So what they do is they'll, um, we partner with the most traveled, uh, visited attractions in each of the cities, We work with them. Um, We take their gate price and we bundle everything together and discount it. Mm -hmm. And we're very transparent about what that discount is on our website before you purchase the ticket. You can see exactly how much these attractions cost for general admission and um, total them all up. And you can see the percentage savings you get when you purchase a city pass to visit them all.
0: What is about like, cause you're basically bundling the attractions together and what, what would you say is a percentage of savings just in general? Cause I know every place is going to be a little different and and every city is going to be a little different. And, and I think you're in 16 cities or destinations across North America, right? In Canada yes. and, and, uh, Toronto, Canada right. is your, your, um, yes. 16. Yeah. So everyone, there's Toronto, there's Tampa Bay. Southern California. So you're looking at, yeah, the Disneyland, the Legolands, all of that. Seattle, San Francisco. We got our San Diego in there. We love San Diego. San yeah. Antonio, Texas, Orlando, Florida. You know, that's a biggie. Philadelphia. Oh my gosh. All the sites in Philadelphia. That's huge on history. Houston, Denver, Dallas. Oh, that's a big one too. Chicago, Boston, big. Atlanta, big. Yeah. New York City, big. Okay, so all the major destinations, like major city areas, you're covered. So um, we want, more. <laughs> we, we well, hope, want hope, more. Hopefully we'll have some more in the next year or two. Yeah, you never know. But, yeah, what, what would you say would be the, the just a general percentage savings? Well, e-
1: each city, like you mentioned, Lisa, is going to be different. You know Atlanta, um, a lot of the Texas cities that we have—Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. You know the cost to get into those attractions are a lot mm. less than Chicago, New York, Seattle, San Francisco. But the range, um, I think, from bottom to top, we can we go as high as a fifty percent discount, and wow. probably as low as twenty nine percent. Um, the lower percentage savings are come from our C3 products. In various cities, we offer a main city pass, which is usually anywhere from four to six attractions that are included in the ticket. And then for shorter stays, we've started offering uh, product tickets that are best for shorter stays in those cities. So for instance, In Chicago, New York, San Francisco and Seattle, we have a main city pass and then we have a C3 ticket. So you get Mm. to choose three tickets out of um, the list, you know, and that's going to vary in each city, too. Mm. This is cool. So C3 tickets tend to have less of a discount because there's less attractions to take into account. Sure. But yeah, so 48 to 50% is on the high side.
0: That's really high though. I mean, that's, that's giving, I mean, even the 29%, like you're saying, that's significant savings. I think for families, are, are you going to think your families are going to be the biggest, um, you know, uh, grouping of your clients, right? Yes. I mean, yes.
1: Family and budget travel are pretty much, you know, our standard themes, I guess you would call that. Um and then there's different segments and sectors of the populace too, that we um, definitely um, reach out to or that our are in demand of our city pass prod, uh, tickets. And that's like, there's brides or bridal parties. Hmm. We see a lot of those come through, whether it's for a bachelorette party um, or if it's a destination wedding in one of our cities, it's the, either the bride and groom or the families will purchase tickets for some of their attendees. If they might want to learn more about that destination. Um,
0: I was, I was going to say too, because with, um, I can imagine with, you know, just, you know, the major events, like if you're going to an expo or a convention or, you know, conference, this would be cool for the attendees to have something like this, you know, for breaks in between remember going to a um, gardening convention and we were doing radio shows um, during the convention and we're like halfway through, we need to get out of here, (laughs) even though it's plants and we love plants, you know, we're, you know, it's just, you, you want to have those breaks and, and, you know, you, I, so many of us, when we travel, you know, to these kind of, you know, we have to do our networking and our business and everything, then we want to sneak off or maybe add days, you know, to the beginning or the end of our stay. Since we're there, why not add a day, you know, and, and go see an attraction, go, go to something you've always wanted to go to. Like, you know, how many people wanted to go, want to go to the Space Needle and Seattle, that kind of thing, you know? So, um, and there's a lot of like the natural history museums, I'm all in there. You've got all kinds of dinosaur things and, you know, we love that. So to add that on for your business trip, that's got to be, I mean, even if Iftua, Iftua did that with their conference last year when they did the conference at sea going uh, from Vancouver, uh, sailing on uh, the Princess Cruise Line. They went down, uh, the Princess Discovery, they went down to San Diego, I think, or LA, excuse me, LA. And I know a lot of the travel writers with Iftua we're using city pass tickets at the different destinations, the ports of call. So I think for even if you're cruising, you know, that's another whole thing. If you're jump off in San Francisco, go see some of the most, you know, famous sites and attractions, and then they got back on the cruise ship. So um, you can mix business and pleasure. I think we should.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I agree with that, Lisa. Um, (laughs) Yes, we do have a lot of Um, especially the cruises that are entering a new market. That's one of the reasons we uh, implemented a C3 program for people who have just one day or a half a day before they jump on their cruise ship or or disembark from it. They can get at least, you know, the three major attractions they'd like to see or they've wanted to see for years. They can do that with a much lower price ticket, but they're still getting savings. Mm. So um, that works out really well. We do, um, we have a lot of colleges and schools that will buy, you know, they do group tours and they will buy the city pass tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know exactly how many we do. I don't handle that. But yes, we, I see a lot of those orders come in from schools and colleges, teams, you know, team sports, if they're at school field trips. So there's just numerous reasons. And again, it's just all about seeing the best attractions in each city and saving money while doing it and making it easy. We don't, you know, a lot of people don't like to plan trips, but since these are the most iconic attractions included in our city pass, we've pretty much done the planning for them. If Mm. that's what they want to focus on is the main, like if they've never been to a city before.
0: They want to see the main sites, then a city pass is perfect. Yeah. And and you know, that's what I was saying. The the kind of attractions you have spans everything from the Disneyland theme park to the natural history museum to even art museums and historic sites. It it's pretty vast. So you're kind of capturing the interest uh, you know, of you know, a variety of people are going to be interested in it. You know, it's not always just the theme park. You have cruises. I mean it's like dinner cruise is <laughs> on there. Like I'm like this is cool. You can do so many different I didn't even realize just actually going on your site and I encourage people to go to citypass.com you you just go oh i didn't know this was there i didn't know about this place i didn't you know so you're doing a great job of just promoting even promoting what you can do in these different cities and some of them are just so unique that i i was like i didn't know about so i enjoy at least just even going on your website and getting some inspiration and it's a great way to plan and then save money you know when you get the tickets um and when they when people purchase the tickets there's like a a a limit of how long they can hold on to them right
1: yes so once a, a ticket is purchased that is it's good for 1 year from the date of purchase it has to be at least you have to start using it within 365 days then it expires oh. once you visit your first attraction then most of our destinations have a 9 day validity period so that begins with the first day you scan your ticket and the attraction. Okay. and that counts as day one, and then you have eight additional days to see most of the sites. So again, nine days was the time frame after doing a lot of research that you know some people or maybe most family travelers are in a city like for five days, but nine, gave, nine days gives them a cushion. If they stay longer or haven't been able to see whatever, everything they wanted to see. Um, Our two programs, our one program, Denver City Pass, has a validity of seven days. But all the rest, with the exception of the theme parks in um, the Orlando ticket and the Southern California ticket, those dates, the validity just varies on whatever the customer, how many days they choose at each park. So, that, that, those tickets, most of our destinations have set tickets, like we'll, for instance, uh, Chicago. The two set tickets are the Shedd Aquarium and Skydeck Chicago. And then visitors have a choice of three out of, let me see, seven. So then they'll choose um, shoreline sightseeing, architecture tour, the field museum. 360 Chicago Observation Deck, the Museum of Science, Art Institute of Chicago, or the Adler Planetarium. So they get to choose three. And that's how most of the tickets are set up, um, Mm -hmm. is one or two set tickets and then your choice of a list. Mm. And those those choices don't have to be decided when you purchase. You can decide as you go. Which makes it very convenient. So if you have time and you're walking by, just say, the Adler Planetarium and you're in Chicago, you weren't sure you were going to visit that one. But, hey, if they have availability,
0: you're welcome to choose that and have your ticket scanned and go in. That's cool for spontaneity. I always say that when people travel plan, you know, get your reservations in like certain, you know, theme parks or attractions and museums. You need to do it and know the days and times, right? That they're open. That's the other part. But always leave that open window of spontaneity. You never know what restaurant you may discover. And then around the corner, it's like, hey, there's a planetarium. Let's go, (laughs) you know. So you never know. Or there's a special exhibit that just came into town that you didn't know about um, at a museum or gallery or something. So um, I think always have that little bit of spontaneity. And that's fantastic that you have that for people to do now you you did a little bit of touring recently I know you've been to a couple of the major cities New York City which someone would have to hold my hand and take me around because there's no way I'm driving there that's not oh, happening I know
1: <laughs> I don't think very many people drive I wouldn't <laughs> want to drive there either no subways and walking is my preferred uh, mode of transportation yeah. I probably put on 12 miles a day um In New York just a couple weeks ago. So, and that's just the most amazing way to see the city. Um, Hmm, um, Cool. Yeah. So I was just in Seattle. I took a group of journalists there and we had the Seattle City Pass and we also had our C3 ticket because there are different attractions added to the C3 that are not included in our core City Pass ticket. Um, And spontaneity, this is where you were speaking, Lisa, about how, Mm -hmm. how nice it is to be able to be spontaneous at times, is we were visiting, I think it was the Seattle Art Museum, and then we had to make a reservation for our next attraction. But we got through the museum fairly quickly, and we were maybe a mile away from the Skyview Observatory that was part of the C3 program. It wasn't on our agenda We hadn't made reservations, um, but the group said, yeah, let's try and get there. And so we, you know, walked. I mean, you could take a taxi or Uber or Lyft or whatever, public transportation. But we got there and we were able to see one extra attraction that we hadn't had in our agenda because we wanted to be spontaneous and we had the time. So that was an added bonus for the journalist that I was with that we got to the Skyview Observatory and
0: saw Mount Rainier. Oh, no way. It doesn't happen love very often in Seattle. So that was That's nice. one of my favorite parks. That park is amazing. Wow. And to see it from there too, that means mm-hmm. you're getting a nice unobstructed view, right? Yes. That's got to be, ooh, how cool. I yeah. love this. Well. I, I'm excited for everyone to, to go and, you know, save money on your travels. You know, the more money you save on the travels, the more things you can do. <laughs> That's yes, just exactly. Saying.
1: You can go out to nicer restaurants or eat more or, or or throw a few off the beaten track attractions in and tours. And, yeah, anytime you could save money is great.
0: That's why. I always say, that. yeah. yeah. I, I just, for families, it's so expensive when you travel. And so, you know, whenever they can catch a break, I think it's fantastic. I think, you know, there's there's two things for saving money in travel. One is get city pass tickets and two, get a national park pass. <laughs> so yes. You do a lot yes. of money, <laughs> you know. Yeah. When I talk about a national park pass, get it for like all the parks, if you like parks. So it's really cool. You know, if you have those two things and you can have it on your phone and everything. You know, then you're set. <laughs> you're you're you good are. to go. Yeah. Road you can trip go anywhere you want. And and this is fantastic also for um, travelers coming from overseas. So can they hook up with you when they're overseas? Or do they typically do that when they come to the States or over into uh, Toronto?
1: Well, a lot, you know, it's uh, most of our sales are done via the website, but um, they certainly can if they're not sure what they're wanting to see and do while in a city, for instance, like Toronto. Um, Most of the attractions will sell the city pass, whether it's Mm -hmm. via a QR code at the at the front desk or the, you know, where the ticket office or you could buy a card that does the same thing. It's just not mobile. You know, you just have to carry it with you. It's kind of like a little credit card, but it gets scanned just like the mobile tickets. Um, And most of the attractions will sell the cards on, um, on site, but the majority of people are buying digital mobile tickets just because it's easier and it's quicker. And there's really no fear of losing it
0: unless you're prone to losing your phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've dropped mine in the toilet, but don't tell anybody <laughs> but by the way, the rice thing works. But, um, I think this is fantastic for people coming over you know, just even, you know, you know, you fly into Boston and you've got something already online on your phone that you can start doing.
1: Yeah, you know you it's, right away, you know. And a lot of people, you know, like like I had mentioned before, most of the city the attractions in some of the larger cities do require advanced reservations, but you know, sometimes you can make the reservation an hour before you want to go, just depending on availability during um, spring break and summer we are always advising our customers to make your reservations at least you know a week or two in advance
0: Mm. agreed agreed yeah Yeah, do that be be prepared especially yeah when you're flying from overseas and and all of that get make sure get your reservations and i think that's a really good a good tip there well i'm so glad you joined us meg because you, like i said you know we're getting everyone ready for spring travel and then you know summer's on the heels of spring so and then fall so it's all busy it's a busy busy season and i think it's gonna we're gonna i think america's gonna be busy this year travel wise i'm busy so. last you know, year we saw
1: it was pretty busy last summer too so mm-hmm. um Maybe even
0: busier. We'll see. Well, the, the American road trip is back, which I think is fantastic. And that's, you know, a prime way for families to, you know, get out of Dodge together. And, and yeah, I, I think get in the station wagon, right? Go to the cities and then do your parks in between. You know what I mean? You can plan a really cool trip as families or friends or, you know, if you're going to do a bachelorette party, go somewhere, you know, together. Make it, you know, make it something fun. I think that's the other thing I'm seeing is that um, people are really wanting experiences. You know, it's not like just, you know, a bachelor or bachelorette party is going to a bar. It it happens, but it's not like it's just kind of one little part of it versus what it used to be. And um, you see people really just going for the experience and creating memories together. And that's what travel is about, you know, it is, it is a lot of, um, you know, you had mentioned gifting, give
1: the gift of experience. We mm-hmm. have a lot of people, especially around Christmas time or graduation, kids graduating from college, moving to a different city. You know, they'd appreciate a city pass to at least familiarize themselves with the city, see the sites and get to know it. So giving the gift of experience is priceless. I sound like mm-hmm. a commercial. Um One other thing I wanted to mention, Lisa, I was just this morning doing some research and also when I was at that conference in New York, I heard from various journalists that um, skip gen travel is becoming very popular. So skip gen is just short for skip generation where Mm -hmm. grandparents are traveling more and more with their grandchildren. Like I think they, yep. I wrote down this stat that I read 40% of grandparents out of 69 million grandparents in our country um, travel with their grandchildren and wow. they're leaving their, the middle generation at home, you know, leave the parents at home. It's a great yeah, way go to, to work to,
0: parents, you go, yeah. go to work, earn the money and then give it to the, <laughs> go to work parents, give it to the grand, the grandparents and, and the kids to go party while you work. Right, exactly. But it also gives the
1: grandparents and the grandchildren um, time, you know, quality time, because not, I don't don't know about you, but not very often was I ever alone with my grandparents. The parents and the rest of the family were always there, aunts and uncles and everything. So, you know, it gives the opportunity for both grandparents and grandchildren to spend quality time with each other.
0: That's excellent. It really is. It really is. Well everyone citypass.com is the website to go to and um of course they're on social media as well follow them that's real fun and of course our friends over at the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association follow them on Instagram Facebook Twitter um it's super fun just use the hashtag iftwa. and and is uh when people want to follow you on social media is it a hashtag citypass yes yep yeah go check that out because um again you you Yet to have this insight on these different attractions and activities across the country and throughout North America. And it's just fun to to follow and uh, go to ifwtwa.org. And um, if you're a travel writer, you better call Meg. <laughs> just, <laughs> call Meg. Uh, but everyone, thank you for listening here on Big Blend Radio. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show, featuring members of the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. We encourage you to visit their website, we say IFTWA, which is I-F-W-T-W-A dot You can also follow us at BigBlendRadio.com. Happy travels, everyone!